22 pages later with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. It's definitely the beginning of fall because um, I'm not as clever as I am during the summer. During the summer, I've got all these great ideas. Maybe it's the vitamin D, I don't know. I, I um, think it's just in the summer you're more uh, imbibed with alcohol that you feel like you're smarter. I could, I could drink now if you want. It might help. <laughs> yeah, it might. <laughs> all right, I also like to think that there's 20 more days uh, of summer left, so get over it. Uh, it's September anyway. Um, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 168. I'm one of your hosts, The Cat. And with me, as always, is the man who, quite simply, has cooties. MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Jason was my son, and today is his birthday. Oh, wow. Friday, um, Friday 13th, part one. Ralph, would you like to add in? Well, I know it's one of the Friday the 13th, so I don't know. Uh, no, The Cat was correct. Okay. I, I, I was waiting for you to say, no, it's part two. I'm like, damn, I got it wrong. <laughs> and our other illustrious host is the man who, quite frankly, has the heebie-jeebies. RT Square, Rock the Tech. Yeah, I caught it from. Uh... Let's just move on. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> so. Our condom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, while I was just driving to nowhere, and then I got somewhere, a thought occurred to me. Nothing ruins a Friday more than realizing it's Tuesday. Huh. All the time. <laughs> yeah, what? All the time. Huh. <laughs> that's that's pandemic life one oh one right there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's right. it's Friday. Oh shit. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. So on this episode, we're gonna be um going back a bit to a movie we probably should have reviewed but didn't get a chance to. So on this episode, we're going to review the superhero thriller movie or horror movie or whatever, Brightburn. But first, Mike gets impatient when I do his intro to his segment, to this particular segment. But as much as he talks, I mean, I got to get my words and my verbal jabs in edgewise. So for Mike, I say, just wait till I stop talking, fuck you. And to my audience and the rest of the audience, I say, Here's Mike, as much as we love him, with the quick news. And now, the quick news, with Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph and Kat. I apologize to the audience that you had to listen to him for so long. Aww. Anyway. Here we go. Come on, Ralph. All right. Okay, well, it was uh, to great shock and sadness when the evening news reported the death of Chadwick Boseman on Friday, August 28th. Having showcased the celebration of black icons, real and imagined, Bozeman caught public attention as Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall, and the Black Panther. The actor achieved his prominent status at the age of 35 when he starred in the biographical sports film 42. Bozeman learned in uh, 2016 that he had stage three colon cancer, which eventually progressed to stage four. He rarely publicized details of his private life and kept his illness especially silent. Bozeman maintained his dignity and fortitude on set and in public while undergoing various surgeries and chemotherapy to assuage his illness. Chadwick Bozeman died in his L.A. home surrounded by his wife and family. He was 43 years old. It's way too this, young. This hurt me so much. Um, and I guess because, I mean, we, we, we've seen a lot of young actors, you know, you know, be taken from us far too soon. And sometimes mm -hmm. through their own, you know, through their own negligence or sometimes just a really freak accident. 
just right. hearing this, I'm like, wait, he's been he he's had stage four cancer for how long? And he's known he's at stage three since how long? So the fact that he carried on for so long with filming all these films mm-hmm. and no one would have ever suspected it. I can't imagine, you know, I, I'm just I don't even have words to say oh, yeah. that you know that, that that can even show how much I'm shocked and really, really, you know, like like the world is. I I'm sorry guys. I've yeah. nothing else better to say. No, no, I know. I mean it was it's definitely a really sad thing. Um uh, not to sound cold, but from the flip side of it, I can only imagine how sad and angry uh, the, the movie side, like the producers and stuff like that, and the directors and the studios are. Because it's it's not like, you know, you're saying like, hey, I wasn't feeling great, but I never had any diagnosis. And I got this part in what will be a series of movies. It's a, hey, I knew I was really sick with a chance of it possibly killing me. And I've signed on to do these movies, which will have lots of parts now that I can no longer do. Um, it's one of those Hollywood things where I, I almost guarantee you, if it wasn't already stipulated, they're probably going to have like these cla- uh, these clauses that are like, you know, if you have an illness <laughs> of certain so degree, yeah. we must be informed. And again, I'm not trying to make this all about the movies and all, but I'm just bringing up a, just a flip side of uh, of probably the way Hollywood's reacting behind the scenes. Um, you know, obviously, you know, forward and stuff like that. I am, you know, very sad to hear that. I mean, he was definitely, you know, just hitting his stride with all this yeah, stuff because he's so. You know, because his fame came so late. But. And, and what's interesting is that um, watching, you know, watching the geek community react. And it's funny how when people deal with death, the first thing they think about, and I know this is, for everybody, this is not people being insensitive. It's just the way we grieve or the way we deal with this kind of information. One of the things that was interesting is this is when people say, well, what are they going to do with Black Panther 2? Yeah, like, that was literally within an hour. Yeah, I <laughs> was know? like, guys, guys. Yeah, yeah. Guys, I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, well, granted, these people wouldn't know anything about Black Panther probably itself. Um, I would almost imagine they're just going to have Shiri take his place because she did in the comics when he was also presumed to be dead. Um, right. So I could almost just see that, that being the natural. They'll have to rewrite like probably all their plans, but I right. could see that being like, a, instead of trying to introduce a whole other Black Panther or something like that. They might just say, like, you know, they might even reference him having died during a battle or something like that off screen, you know. Right. But that's, you know, I mean, and, and I got to tell everybody, you know, that's that's all discussion for later on. Right now, let's just oh, talk to the man and just, you know, let him rest in power. So, you know. Yeah, definitely. Sad to hear. Really sad to hear. Yeah. Well, all right. All righty. Well, Netflix, excuse me, Netflix implements drug dealer tactics to his business model and a move to attract new uh, subscribers. The streaming giant launched Watch Free, which is available to anyone with Internet access. The portal offers 10 Netflix originals without requiring a subscription to its services. The free movies are show, uh, and shows are Bird Box, Murder Mystery, The Boss Baby, Back in Business and uh, The Two Popes. Stranger Things, Love is Blind, When They See Us, Grace and Frankie, Elite, and Our Planet. Simply direct your URL to netflix.com forward slash watch hyphen free. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. So so now it's funny. Just when you figure out that the entertainment industry has kind of figured it out and are just going to like leave, leave the way they go about, you know, movies alone. Here they come with a new idea. Yeah, well, Netflix has offered like a free thing. I think like in like even February or something like that it was something they were showing. But yeah, this is time. This is the first time they've offered this much for free. But they're they're trying to get you know keep it to to chime in. So yeah. I don't blame them. Usually it's like a a seven day promotion where it's like 
first seven days free, and then you pay. Right. Automatically. Oh. Please provide like your credit card number so that we can uh, charge <laughs> you. Sounds like AOL. Possible. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This one, literally, if you if you type Netflix.com forward slash watch hyphen free um, into your browser, it just brings it right up. Like, right away, it just says, like, hey, do you want, want to watch this right now? Like, you don't, it doesn't ask you to log in. So, like, they're really being cool about how they're trying to get you in. They're like, hey, it's no bother. Uh, I don't want to know your name. <laughs> you know? Hey, kid. Hey, kid. I got a movie. You like movies? <laughs> you like movies, right? Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, you know, like the sticky kind. Oh, yeah. sorry. That's not the bad wow. I'm sorry. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, jeez. I was going with candy, <laughs> and I realized, when you, when, when, I realized when, when you do the analogy from candy to movies, doesn't work. Doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> no. No. Anyway. Help me out, Mike. What else you got here? All right. Well, it's no secret to regular listeners of Meanwhile 22 Pages Later that I enjoy, nay, I relish bringing canceled series news to watch Ralph the Tech's smiling face melt like coffee ice cream on a hot summer sidewalk. Hold on. Let me catch up. (laughs) But today, I bring that sadness to myself. AMC has announced that they will not renew Nosferatu for a third season. Although the series will not return with further adventures, showrunner Jamie O'Brien is happy that it was able to adapt the complete story from the Joe Hill novel in the two seasons that aired. Nosferatu starred Ashley Cummings as Victoria McQueen and Zachary Quinto as Charlie Manx. It was a really good series. Was it? I didn't yeah. see it. Well, it was also I... a good book. You yeah. know what I say to you? Ha! Yeah. How does it feel? Ha! It doesn't feel as refreshing as I thought it would, but I'm sure at some point <laughs> I'll have your things canceled one day. One day. Wait till I rub it in your Wait till I rub it in your face on the season finale of Supernatural. Ah. You love that show too. What are you talking about? I know I'm gonna be so depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I have watched it for 15 years. I have seen Oh, I think the first 12 to 13 seasons multiple times because it's on TNT station around here. Like that I've watched them like, you know, air three, four episodes a day (laughs) where it takes them like a month and a half and they and they're all the way back again. You know, I just realized that show has been on for about half my life. Yeah. And just like that show, both will be ending this year. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Like the butterfly, I shall be born anew. As I emerge with, from my chrysalis. With better colors, I hope. Um, anything else, Mike? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, I have something else. But also I wanted to mention that uh, I was reading something. Uh, um, uh, Jansen Ackles, uh, he posted uh, something where uh, it's, it's him talking to the camera. And I mean, you could tell he was actually sad. He was just like, you know, uh, we just finished filming. Like, I think it was the 300 and either 26, 356 episode of uh, Supernatural, and he says, uh, he goes, on every script at the very end, there's three words, and it says, to be continued. He goes, um, we're coming up now to do the 327th, 357th episode, and he said, and at the bottom of this script, it's just two words, and then he showed the end on the script, and it was just like, he was like, this is going to be a rough two weeks. I'm like, oh, my God. And that's wow. just, you can see, like, you can see the sadness and hear the sadness in his voice. It was like, yeah, imagine working with these people for 15 years, you know? I mean, uh, I think I think the two brothers are actually really good friends in real life. But, like, you know, the rest of the cast, it's like, yeah, you know, you might run into them here and there. I'm sure at conventions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? pretty much. Yeah. No, the, the two J's and uh, Misha Collins, like, they, they're inseparable. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely are. All righty. Last but not least, 
The House of Mouse is going to bring you more family and friends than a lottery win. According to New Code, the Disney Plus streaming service is adding a group watch feature to allow family and friends across the world to watch and discuss content. And that feature might go live just in time for the release of the live-action Mulan movie. Each subscriber can send up to six invites. The new code was added on March 28th and works by generating an invitation that subscribers can send to someone else. Once the recipient clicks on the link, they will be added to a watch session where they can use interactive emojis and a chat feature to connect with others during the film or show. Currently, the program is coded to have seven emojis and reactions, including laugh, love, cry, anger, winking, and smiling. For now, it seems that the group watch can only be accessed via laptop or mobile device, not through TV or streaming box, and the feature cannot be initiated by a kid's profile. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, in, in, in the time of COVID, how, how technology has kind of like, you know, kicked it up a bit to kind of be... So to, to enhance our viewing experience. That's going to be very yeah. interesting. Wow. Yeah, right. yeah. That's and all so I've got. That's all your quick news, huh? Oh, yeah. All right. Buddy boy, Ralph, what's your quick news? Um, wait. Is this a test? Oh, no. I'm, I mean, you failed it right now, so. God damn it. <laughs> I always right. on these things. So let's go right into it. Let's talk about what we're here to talk about. Let's talk about the movie Brightburn. Now, before I send it over to Mike to give us a synopsis, I'll say this. I wonder how many of the Meanwhile 22 Pages Later audience thought that I wasn't going to watch it because it was supposed to be a horror film. I wonder. Probably but, not. Nah, I doubt it. But with the synopsis, is MFG Mike the Finance Guy to tell us about this movie? Mike, tell us what's up. Oh, it feels like I was just talking a moment ago. Yeah, All right. Brightburn is a superhero horror story that was released in May of 2019. So, you know, we need to do better. Uh, the film was directed by David uh, Yaroveski, produced by James Gunn, and written by James's brothers, Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn. Nepotism. Uh, the story is a very dark version of the Superman mythos without the pressure of Warner Brothers to provide hope to the viewers. Uh, the film was made with a budget of $6 million, taking in $17 million domestically and $16 million internationally. Brightburn has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of, that is so weird to me, 57% with an audience of 67%, and a Metacritic score of 44 out of 100 with an audience of 64 out of 100. All righty, mm. synopsis. Here we go. Faster than a speeding stalker, more powerful than some loco without a motive, able to leap to genocidal <laughs> decisions in a single week. It's Brandon, a strange being from another planet with powers and abilities far beyond those of Elizabeth Banks. When an alien baby crash lands into the loving arms of a childless couple, 11 years of parental bliss ensue. But on that 12th year, woo, child. All right, the tiny rural community of not Smallville is suddenly beset by all manners of gruesome murders and rapey vibes. It's the Superman story you never wanted, but secretly thought about all the time while watching Super Friends reruns. Hold on to your jawbone. It's going to be a killer ride. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. It's starring Elizabeth Banks as Tori Breyer. Uh, David Denman as Kyle Breyer, Jackson A. Dunn as Brendan Breyer, Matt Jones as Noah McNichol, Meredith Hagner as Marilee McNichol, uh, and Emmy Hunter as Caitlin Connor. All right, so let's start talking about it. Brightburn, the movie. But before we do that, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. 
All right, and that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stitch Productions. Hey, what's that? Is that Stitch? This <laughs> guy, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's Stitch! One for the hills, right? <laughs> All right, so let's talk about it. Um, I was going to talk about it, Stitch. <laughs> let's talk about it, Brightburn. Um, this is a movie that, I, and Mike's talked about, you know, people said, that you know, in, in jest, he said everybody. I used to watch Super Friends. You kind of thought this, but I think anytime you've thought about Superman, people said, "What if he, you know, would have turned evil?" And there's been other books that have kind of, you know, used that same, you know, premise oh, yeah. as well. Irredeemable. That, yeah. Irredeemable being being one of the longer running ones. Absolutely. Um, let me ask you this um, before I ask you what you like about the movie. Um, Mike says, you know, on purposely these guys were. Um, obviously making nods to Superman, down to him being raised in Kansas. Was was it that overt? Or, or was it something that, you know, if you didn't, you know, if you weren't paying attention and you weren't a nerd like that, you'd probably miss it. I mean, the Superman mythos is, it's probably better known than Jesus around the globe. Um, th- this is not anyone trying to deny that they're just taking Superman and making a twist. So no, 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 no. There's, there's, but, I mean, there's no hiding or not noticing. I mean, I, I couldn't have told you that I mean, offhand that Brightburn was in Kansas, but it looks like Kansas. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, I I would never even thought twice about it not being there, you know. Okay. All right. Ralph? I would have to agree with the nice dark gentleman there. Lovely is the word you wanted to use. I'm sorry. The lovely dark gentleman there. Dark and lovely. That's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I love my chocolate. All right. <laughs> um... There's so many ways I want to approach this particular review because it's something that we don't we, we rarely get a chance to do. Something in the field of horror. Horror sci-fi, I guess you would kind of call it. We could if we weren't having this host with someone else. Oh, I'm sorry. You'll be okay. <laughs> but now that we're here and we're talking about it, do you feel like they executed the sci-fi horror, horror, not horror, a horror film very well? Did you feel like it was executed well? Uh, I love this movie. I I, I had wow. so much fun watching. I really did. I because I mean it's it's just what it is. And what I love about it is they don't waste any time. This movie never stops. It, it's 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 never slow. I mean the slowest part is literally with what the first three minutes of them showing like that he had a normal childhood. After that, the movie just keeps going, and they know what they are. They don't try. Like I said, they're not trying to bluff you. Like hey, this just happens to be about an alien. It was raised by people, but he turned bad. You've never heard of Superman. No, they know what they're doing and they go right for it. And I, I think they executed it really well. Okay. Okay. Mike, Ralph. I have to agree. They did execute it very well. It, and it is nonstop. And that's one of the things that I liked about it, that it, it kind of like, it went really quickly, you know? So yeah. before you knew it, it was over. Yeah. Um, it sounds like a butt's coming. Say, oh, oh, because I, I, I'm with Ralph. I'm with Ralph on this one. Go ahead, Ralph. See, see what say what I think you said. But like, I don't know. There was just something about it. Like, if you just, it was like they said, "All right, so if Superman was evil, what would he do?" All right, do we need a story? No, yeah. no, we don't need a story. Just you know, just have him kill a few people, act out, and then. You know, in the end credits, will show his uh, world domination. Like, really? Like, come on. So, are you saying that it feel like that that it, that it lacked? It, it lacked some substance. It did. It did lack a lot of substance. Okay. Granted, it, 
it was entertaining to see, you know, this character doing what he was doing, but it just it didn't grab my attention fully. I mean, for, for me, like the, the premise, they explained this premise in uh, the science class. They, they explained the entire movie yeah. in the science <laughs> class. Um, so, but the thing is, though, but the part that they don't lost. explain is that um, you still believe he had a choice, but he's, it's, it's not Brendan that's particularly evil. It's, it's that the ship has almost like brainwashed him for a lack of a better word. He's so, a like, so that, so, right. So that, so in a, in a way it's, I don't find the suddenness so bad because there is an explanation for it. It's not like he just had like, oh, I have superpowers. I'm going to be an evil bastard right now. It was like, no, I really don't have control over this, you know? And I, that's why, I mean, again, it's not saying that that's the greatest plot motivator, but like it still was an explanation for what he was becoming because he wasn't controlling what he was becoming. I don't know. There's, there's no doubt that, that, that that's what they were presenting. I just feel like that there's a lot that they could have added to make you feel something for these characters and it was not there was nothing there they, they, like you know you, you have the parents and you have the family dynamic and you have you know that you know they bully him okay all these tropes that are you know um you know i guess you would say um oh what's the word with a contrived you know they, 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 we've seen all these shows before you know geek looking kid just like clark was you know being right. pushed around but like there's so many things where i'm like they could have even went deeper into it and I'm like well, why did you even introduce that like the cop trying to figure out what's going on, you know that 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 seemed that seemed like a waste. The the crush, like if you have the crush, she, you know, and I don't want to go, I don't go all the way to the end, but I just want to say there's parts of this movie where I'm like, they could have given us a little bit more. Once it's all an hour and a half, I'm like, wow, we're breezing by this movie, and it's just hitting all the beats, but it's not giving me any substance. Really, it's really weird. I I don't find that at all. Like in other words, I think like for instance, the character, the uh, what's it, the um. The cast is small, which right there was good because they don't want to involve a lot of people. But like, like you said, I mean, sure, you get the bully trope, but like, that's that's exactly where it ends because the trope is he's bullied, he puts up with it, and then blah 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 blah. No, he's bullied once. <laughs> he crushes. Now, now she's not the girl that pushed him, but the man who pushed her. But he immediately reacts. So like, that actually broke the trope. Because it wasn't like, oh, he got bullied, he got bullied again, he got bullied again, oh, can't wait for his revenge. It was like, nope, he took revenge immediately. Not on the right person, per se, but it was right there. He is no one to fuck with, because after that instance, you never saw him in school again. Like, in other words, we went right from that to the, the principal's office, to them saying, like, right. you know, he's trouble. You know, it wasn't like, oh, and now the boys are going to pick on him some more. Nope, we never, you know, they just dealt with it. It's almost like they were trying to break that trope, and I think they did. Because usually we do get but, the drawn out, like, you know, like, oh, how long is he going to put up with it to make his revenge really awful? It was like, no, his his retaliation was immediate, you know. There were, but there were multiple opportunities where they could have flushed this movie out and they didn't. And, and it, made me, yeah. it, it, just made, it just made me feel like I don't care about any any of these characters here. I mean, oh, you really? know, like, you, you could have you flushed him out a little bit more. Especially, you know, like, you're right, Mike. They had a small cast, which works to a lot of advantages. You, know, you do a lot more with, with story and concentrating on certain things. Um, I felt like with him, like like the point you brought up about he wasn't evil, the the ship was controlling him. If you saw him maybe like having a conversation about, you know, that he's kind of remorseful or like he doesn't know what's going on or like you can see that he's a much sweeter kid. They played him as this kind of like aloof kid that he turns evil. You don't give a fuck. If he starts killing people, you're like, the kid looks weird anyway. Or at least, you know, well, they, yeah. you know, they made him. Well, the thing is, you know, you get the fact that he was raised normally and that he was very loved. 
And I always, I think the mother and the father were fine. I mean, like, I don't need, again, I don't need 30 minutes of them making him his favorite pancakes with a smiley chocolate chips. It's like, you yeah, saw, but, that, but they, they saw that they, you know, what I'm saying is you saw they raised him well. They still were concerned and loved him. They defended him after he crushed the girl's head. Like, it was, it was a lot of that. I mean, yes, it's not overly involved, but... I mean, I got enough empathy, empathy to be like, it's not like I'm crying that they, they get killed or something like that, but you, you feel like, okay, they did not deserve this and, and neither did anyone else. You know, like it's, it's, it's a movie that I think they're, they're trying to touch on a lot of things, but I, I, again, like I said, I thought that the characters got enough of what we needed them to, to give us. Like uh, the girl, Caitlin, that he's stalking. Like, again, I, it's, I don't need her to be interested in him or not be interested in him. She's, she is a victim of him immediately um, in both senses, in both like that he crushes her hand and then stalks her or actually stalked her, then crushed her hand and then stalked her more. Right. Stalked her, <laughs> you know, right. Um, you know, um, but like, I don't need any more backstory on her because she's not important because it's not about her. It's about him, you know? Um, and so like, like it's like things like that, that like, or the aunt and uncle, like you saw that they cared for the kid, you know? And I'm like, well, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if this was, I think, but, a but, longer but, movie or or a series, yes, I'd expect more. But for this, I felt like I got I, enough. I think, I think you, in my opinion, I think you needed a little bit more with all that time that they had. I mean, with, with the little bit of time they had and the smaller cast, you could have fit a little bit more in there to make us want to either a care about the parents more or care about the kid and feel bad. Like, wow, he's really not a killer. But wow, it's really like scary to see that he that he made this turn. The, I mean. Let me ask you this. Let me make a, a transition. How did you guys feel about the costume or the the the, the hat? How did you feel about it? Was it did about it work? the cape and hat? Dopey. The cape I mean, and it's, hat. Yeah, sorry. it's both. I mean, it's a kid's imagination. Um, it does have this insect kind of feel, which you know we we dealt with with the uh, the wasp and stuff in the beginning of the movie. Um, right. um, but it's I mean it's it's done by a kid, so it has a hokiness. But I found it definitely frightening in its own way. Okay. All right, Robbie. Uh, I felt that all it was missing was like maggots crawling out of the mouth. <laughs> Just about. I think the laces almost gave you that feeling. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was very insect-like, and and just the fact when when he has the red eyes glowing, is, mm -hmm. makes the creep factor even higher. But it was pretty cool. I, yeah, that, and I like the I fact that give it props for. Yeah, and I like the fact that it looks like something a kid made, not something from an alien spaceship. Because well, it wasn't. You know. Right. No, no, no. And I'm not saying that. I feel like it, it, at, po at points it looked hokey. And, and, and right. you know, I felt, I felt like there could have been points where it really looked terrifying. I guess my also issue with the mask was I feel like when he was kind of losing his shit, I think he should have wore the mask more. You know, he was doing shit, you know, with his face just like, here I am. I wish, you know, when he when he snapped, he would, you know, like basically having like a, like a duality kind of a thing. Well, well I'm trying to think. When, well, because I mean, because by time, because by time, by time he goes into his mode, like, but like he doesn't really go overt. Um, well, like think about it, he he killed his uncle. He was wearing the costume because he showed up with yeah. the costume, but he killed his uncle. Um, his dad takes him out to kill him. He quickly flies away and comes back in the costume, <laughs> and he, then by he, that point he, he destroys everything. When, you know, when he crushes the girl's hand. Well, he's at which school, is, which shows, yeah, and he's got. But what I'm saying is that, like, I wish when when he. Uses these 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 like really really strong powers. Like if it would like if you would have crushed your hand, it would have been accidental. That'd have been one thing. I just really feel like that that mask could have been like okay, that's that's when you see that he snapped because he crushed her hand. He broke it in a way. And he didn't break it in a way. We like oh yeah, that's by accident. 
No, destroyed that hand. No, well, th- this wasn't. An, that's what I'm saying. But this wasn't an accident. That's that's what I'm trying to say. He's he was only a victim for a hot second. There was no bullied kid. There was one bully incident, and that was that. Like there is no duality. He does not have two personalities. That ship has converted him into his main objective, which is to take the world. Like that is his literal objective. And I mean, and that's what I'm saying. Like I I don't. That's why I don't need more to it because they they set it up very simply. This was his his thing. He's not human. It's not like oh, but a mother's love. Nope. <laughs> it is it is nature over nurture. He was bred to do exactly this. And unfortunately, I mean, we like to again because that's another trope. It plays on it plays on the oh, but there's always hope, and that's another trope it went for, and then it shattered that one too. There's always hope. Right. Oh, love will turn. Uh uh-uh. uh. He. It, this is not that movie. I'm not saying that that trope isn't valid. It's again, no, they broke that. You know, like, 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 um, again, who thought, holy shit, um, the mother remembers, wait, the ship cut him and she goes to get a piece of the ship to cut him. Everyone's I knew probably, that was going to turn back. Right. But everyone's probably thinking for the most part, like, okay, this is it. This is how we're going to win. And it's like, nope, that trope's broken. And then the final plea of a mother's love, that'll do it. Because, you know, she, she, she really did love him and there's no two ways about it. She loved him. You know, she denied crap that it was so much. She was in denial so much. I thought she was Cleopatra at one point. Um, yeah, pretty much. But like, you know, like, you know, but she loved him genuinely until he started murdering everybody. And so you're thinking like, oh, the mother's love. Nope. <laughs> That's not going to go well, you know. Robin Boy, want to try Melinda's? I, yeah. I did not see, <laughs> I, I. You didn't see that, that part that coming. No, no, I, I knew that was going to happen. Like, if she wanted to survive, she didn't follow the rule. She was she was supposed to say Martha. <laughs> Martha? He, who the fuck's Martha? <laughs> yeah, if, had she said Martha, she might have calmed him down, and he would have been like, wait, what? Just out of so- pure confusion. So he would have been confused enough that she could have hit him with that piece of the ship. Right. You know? <laughs> But I also love like, like, but, but every every death. What I also love too is they were like, yeah, we're not going to repeat these murders. He's just going to uniquely kill everybody. And again, because again, it's, was... it's a superhero horror film, and it's like I thought that those murders were like they were gruesome. Again, it's not horror as in jump out and scare you. It's just the gruesomeness of like, oh yeah, you you got no chance, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And did you notice um, when he was flying, there was a sort of sound of like insect wings. Uh, flapping. I never heard that. I mean, I always heard the, woof, but I didn't hear. I didn't notice any insect wings. But yeah, there was like a there was a a, a subtle flutter. You gotta listen. Well, the flutter was his cape. No, the flutter was his cape. It sounded like insect wings. Like really? Oh. Like if he was a wasp. Well, let me ask you this because it's so funny that Mike brings up about the killings. Um, which was your favorite kill? Which was your one that was the most unique? Because now I'll be honest with you, I kind of wanted more from the kills. Like there was some things that, like, okay, that was weak. Okay, I could have seen that happening. That's not really like terrifying. There was a couple that, was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, Which I, was I mean, you? I mean, for me, Creepy I mean, I, scary. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I mean, the the torturing of the mother with the, the shard in her eye was just fantastic. Um, but I mean, oh, like. My I, God. I mean, the uncle was just great because I mean, just seeing his jaw fall off, and we'll actually see him trying to hold his jaw on 
was absolutely wonderful. Um, but I mean, no, I don't think any death was like Say that again, Mike. <laughs> that was absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was. It was great effect as well. Um, now the thing is, I mean, I don't. Maybe it's because I'm also a horror movie person. It's like I don't think that the, the again the deaths they were gruesome in their own way, but they weren't, again, they weren't meant to be torture porn kind of gruesome. They, again, because again, he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to like, I'm going to take a, a razor blade to your Achilles heel. No, I mean, he's just brute force. He is just that hammer let loose in a room full of nails, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, those Bernie, are like, those are kind of like, oh my God, his dad? His dad's <laughs> head out through his eyes. Yeah, he was. Alive I mean, that, it's just wonderful. Yeah, I mean, it was just a wonderful effect. I, I was really not. I was really not that impressed by that. By that one. By I really, that, oh, I loved it. it. I just that, love it. I was. I was like, oh, this, I've seen this before. Please, next. The the, the right. one with the jaw and the truck. That one was like, holy hell! And Mike, you said it right. Him holding his jaw because he could have just up to that his jaw hanging and slacking, and you could have went to the next thing. And watching him still struggle, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Because well, that one, that was like. He's choking on his own blood the whole time that that's yeah. happening. So that, that reaction of like, you know, you know, it's there. So you're kind of like, I need to hold my shit together kind of a thing. Um, but I mean, like, I thought that was great. I mean, that, that poor deputy who he bounced her up and down um, in the back scene to the mother hiding under the bed. He just bounced her up and down yeah. and threw her in the bed. I mean, it was just wonderful. I think to me, the most um, lackluster, but still a great kill was the sheriff that he just... When, when the deputy's like after he killed the sheriff the deputy's like it's a 217 emergency i'm like what is that emergency is that the sheriff has been smeared across the lawn you have a number for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah. it's a 1099 uh, infinity what is that a tax code <laughs> uh, we got a 10 infinity in progress superhero <laughs> Superhuman with extra normal powers, running rampant on the loose. I also love tacos in the kitchen. <laughs> I also love when uh um when they're at the hospital and the aunt is talking about the the, the fact her husband's now dead and they're like the police think that he must have swerved to miss a deer and I'm like and what the deer came back with a backhoe for revenge <laughs> like what, <laughs> what did that... <laughs> That deer oh would have just God. been like, you'll never swerve against me again. <laughs> you know. So, um, so, I, said, I had a blast with this. <laughs> I, so, you know, it's funny. So, I, I, oh, sorry. Go around. Go ahead. Uh, well, there's there's someone who wants to say something. Oh, Ralph explains it all. You're welcome. So, <laughs> oh. so the way the way the car accident could work in theory is when he swerves the car goes towards the lower bank of the road and um, uh, tries to flip. But in the event, in the in that process of it almost flipping, the driver would try to course correct, turning the wheel in the opposite direction, giving you a ramp effect in which the car would then flip in the other direction and fall in the same manner in which it looked like it falled. It, like it fell. Yeah. I don't no. think it would crumple like a house of cards, though. No, but to the <laughs> untrained eye, that's how it might be perceived. Hence why the the woman frantically says, you know, he must have swerved to miss the deer. Well, oh, the police and, said that. The police said it, damn it. They had to have seen more than one of these accidents. And, and you know, don't knock them. There are roving bands of deers out there, man, that are like ninjas. 
standing in the middle of the road. They're there one moment, then then they're gone. Next thing you know, they're in your car, hitting you in the head. And next thing you know, you're hitting trees and crashing your car all over the place. So They're in the back seat the moral, whispering to you. Yeah. The moral of the story, watch out for the deer ninjas. They're dead. <laughs> yeah, they're, like I said, they're in the back seat this, whispering in your ear. Yo quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, my God. Sometimes. This has been Ralph Explains It All. You're welcome. All right. Okay. That guy always um, has great explanations. He's got something. He has, ex- he has explanations. <laughs> he has explanations, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, if there was something that you would add to the film, what would you add? Substance. Be- okay, Ralph, that's obvious. That's, that's your critique. That's my critique, too. But what's something that would have made for you, Ralph? But, for my, but what's what the substance? <laughs> I would have loved like to see not alcohol. <laughs> I should have drank some alcohol while I was watching it. Right. <laughs> um I would have loved to see like maybe um like towards the end just like a uh, uh, a ship coming or like some someone from like his planet showing up or like or even just like watching from like a distance, you know, just like smiling or something. Just a little a little bit extra from from his side so that we know that it's not just him like preparing the way for an invasion i want to see like an invasion force actually showing up towards the end you know okay all right that, that would have made it just a little bit more interesting all right so now just, I'll just to give up. me just to give me a little bit of backstory on like on the aliens themselves i'm gonna okay. alter the question for you mike because you know you said that you, know, you really like this film and you feel like it's kind of a complete film if you could add anything, like okay, this would have made it oh so much sweeter, or this would have made it, like the cherry on top. What would the what would that have been for the story if that Damian they're telling? Lane was one of the ones who got killed. <laughs> He's always getting killed in my in my movies. <laughs> um, for the story that they're telling, I can't really think of much else that they would really need to add. Um, because, like I said, anything else would be too on the nose. Um, like if he was. Even if you didn't use this line, if he's like, I feel like I'm being torn between two things, it'd be like, well, yeah, we, we kind of got that. Um, not me. For the story they're telling, I don't really feel the need to add anything extra at so all. Yeah, I mean, again, it's not a perfect film, but I think for the story they're telling, they gave me enough information and I'm good with it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I definitely felt like there's a lot more they could have added. Um, but... I'll say this visual. I mean, what you said a six million dollar budget. Is that what you said? Yep. They spent too much. I'll say that. Kudos. No, ku- no. I'll say. I'll give credit where credit is due. Kudos on that. Yeah. Kudos on that. I mean, you figure just domestically crazy. alone, they made back their money at seventeen million. They they made more than their money back. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I think. I think when it comes to visually and what and the their the presentation. It wasn't like a, a, a chippy choppy film. It looked good. I, I, yeah, wait, and also, quick, 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 I'm sorry. Go I was about to say, I'll tell you one thing I do not want them to add. And again, I, I think um, Gunn and his people might be busy with something else. Who knows? I don't want them to add a sequel. That will become very trite and very boring very fast. Right. How, how well, can you have a sequel? Well, I mean, like, you know, I mean, you know, you get people that always say this after a film, especially if the film did well. It's always like, oh, we've, we've got a possible thing on the back burner. Because I mean, yeah, they always say that. Um, but this. Well, it's like when, when, when they did Blair Witch 2. 
Right. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> um, but like, you know, this is the kind of movie that there would be literally nothing to add and only to destroy the memory of this movie. If you happen to like it and stuff like that, because there'd be, I mean, he's already without remorse. So what are you going to do? Give him another family? I mean, he's, you know, right. like, you know, Oh, he decided to be adopted for no reason at all. Or, or, Oh, he's starting to feel well, why? I mean, you know, like it would just, there'd be no story there as a kid, nor as an adult. You know, like, I don't want to see any sequel one way or another to this thing. Wait, I, let, let me pitch a sequel to you, all right? What's that? How about, how about this? It's set, um, let's say, many, let's say about 150 years in the future. He's still, because of his alien DNA, he's still pretty much in his prime, right? Okay. Right. Um, where you have, like, the, the last... Uh, few remaining humans on earth you know trying to survive and trying to out out survive him right right and but at this point he's still waiting on like the the aliens to come right Mm -hmm. um and then the story centers around the people like trying to survive and then getting picked off one by one by him and then at the very end, the aliens show up and then they're like, what the fuck are you doing? The, the thing wasn't take the planet. It was save the planet. The end. Um, well, <laughs> uh, well, unfortunately, none of that interested me. <laughs> um, but, uh, but also, don't forget, they wouldn't have been relying on him. You already had the evil Justice League was already there. Oh, God. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, you watched the whole movie, right? What do you mean the whole movie? But I mean, it's not even like a, it's not even like a, a crawler. I mean, it's literally the end of the movie. It, you see that the whole, the whole. I'm sorry. You see that the the major part of the Justice League is already there. Michael Worker, um, the guy that played uh, in right, uh, yeah, right. He's the newscaster. And he's saying that like all these pictures of of this flying kid and da 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 da, and they're like, you know, the government's trying to hide this up, but we're being attacked by aliens. He goes just like this undersea guy over here and he shows a, a shadowy picture oh, of something right, right. eyes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he says oh. it's been taking down ships and he goes and this crazed which kind of woman that's going around killing um people and choking the death with this rope and killing the men so and then you saw a picture of someone that looked like they were in something red so you're assuming that's a flash type thing i'm like oh the evil justice league was already there um so oh, like right. they they were literally because he's not the only one we he's just the only one we're focusing on they've all been sent now we you now realize this possibly even simultaneously um, and raised to take the world. It's not just one kid. Uh, right. It's, I, it's, it's, it's I, a bigger plan. I missed that. Point, at that point, I was already checked out. I, I didn't really focus too much on what he was saying. Ah, I okay, just thought yes. he was like conspiracy nut type of guy at the very end. Just well, he, he, he is in his own way, but yeah, but yeah, the world was definitely being uh, overthrown by at least three, if not more, Justice League members. Yeah. So this wasn't it. So that's the thing too. Like that kind of explains why. Because I kept wondering why you're talking about like seeing the aliens. I'm like, well, he and those others were sent there to take the world. Well, now whatever that means, whether it's kill literally everyone on Earth, we don't know, or just subjugate them, we don't know. But like, yeah, he's not alone in that that uh, well, in that aspect. Well, there's your sequel right there. Instead nope. of you just you just follow <laughs> the story of the other people. Oh, um, this is this is this is this is a, a one and done. No, it's a one and done. And like I said, I mean, they always say that there's a sequel to anything that does well. But I, I, I would almost guarantee by these people, there's no sequel. Now, whether the studio obtains the rights and does whatever they do, and then right. you know, 
who yeah. knows? But I, I, I doubt any of the guns are going to make a sequel. I, I highly doubt that. Yeah. All right. Um, is there anything we want to add? If yeah, I want to add like that mother's death because, like I said, each death I thought was great. It's not that they were trying to do out, and that's what also I liked. They, I never felt like they were trying to outdo each death. They just had unique deaths every time. But that that was harsh. Like, I mean, if he had just burned her alive, beaten her to death, or whatever, but to drag her up into the stratosphere, <laughs> you know, above the clouds, and then drop her, you know, she's got a lot of screaming and yelling before she finally passed. I was like that was probably the most brutal not not maybe physically beating but i thought that was the cruelest death out of all of them especially considering that out of everyone else that he killed and got rid of pretty fast those people actually didn't like him that much she loved him <laughs> you know he made he made her death last that's what i'm saying wonder the whole way down oh no yeah. oh no 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 is he gonna catch me are you gonna are you gonna catch me? Come on, maybe change your heart. Uh, maybe uh, the girl's getting closer. Uh, did I leave the stove on? Blat. Did I leave the stove on? Oh my god! You know, it's always um, the last thought that goes through your head. I'll say this before we before we go into anything else. Um, the death. Um, the thing that that I wish that would have been. I don't know. Like I felt like the father's death. I, I mean, it was like I said. I, I didn't think it was that great. I thought he could have been. A, they could have given me a little bit more when he shot at his son and just went pink off his head. I'm like, like I wanted there to be more tension, and there wasn't. And I don't know if it was the acting or the or any of the angles they were using. It just didn't. Like if I went to go go out to the woods to kill my son because I know he's he's some or I think he's some kind of homicidal fucking alien, and I shoot and my, I miss my shot. Well, he didn't miss. <laughs> he didn't miss his shot. Sorry, that's the thing. Sorry, he hit sorry, the kid. He yeah. And all it did was annoy. I mean, that's the thing. He annoyed the kid. He turned around. He was annoyed and pissed. Right. You know. All right, Mike. What if? What if when he shot him, right? The kid mm -hmm. stood up, right? Just like stood up slowly, turned around, looked at him, waited for the father to reload and shoot again, and just like stand there, and then does the part where. He goes and gets the mask and then comes back out. But, but I th again, that's it's just too much. I mean, that's again, it's a lot of stuff that we get. We get this overkill of, oh, that'll be cool. It's like, no, this is just pretty much straightforward. Like, you know, like, and then, yeah, and by the way, for, and for you, Cap, that he did do, I mean, granted, it's not for the same reason, but he did do that. He could have just killed his dad right then and there, but he did go back yeah. and get the costume. It's not that he needs it to kill. He just, I think, enjoys that look, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It, it just felt like, like, I don't know if it was, you know, I, I wanted more. And mind you, I'm not a horror guy. Right. I, you know, I, I never really felt that much tension. I really didn't, you know, feel that kind of angst that you do when, when you're like, oh, shit, that's the killer. Oh, shit, he's coming around. Never felt that way. And it just, you know, I guess throughout the whole film, I, I kind of wanted it to be, I wanted the ante to kind of come up a little bit more. Like the kill, you know, the kills visually were, were really good. Right. But I was well, never like, holy shit. But see, the things, the, 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 the type of chills you're describing, go into like more of a slasher or spooky kind of a horror. I mean, like, like I said, this one, I mean, it's a horror film, but this one is, I, I don't need to do, I, I'm not Jason. I don't need to chase you through the woods. Cause again, this is what we get from so many of these movies. It's like, here's this overpowered character and they're going to let the dad run and run and, Oh, he's just going to, Oh, he almost, it's no, this, this kid doesn't need to play a game. It's just, I'm just going to kill you. 
<laughs> you know? And that's that's what I actually enjoyed about it. It was the straightforwardness of the storytelling. It was just, you know, he, he uh, you know, his slight attempts, like for instance, like his, what he could call attempt at compassion was when he went to the uncle, I'm sorry, when he went to um, the aunt and it was like, yeah, I'm really gonna need you to like change your review. <laughs> and she's like, I can't do that. And he was kind of like, okay. <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't want you. Again, like I said, I mean, it's, it's different, you know, different viewings of it. Yeah, different viewings of it. But yeah, for me, like I said, I like the con um, the concise storytelling. I like that because it works again for me for this kind of movie because the the drawn out stuff is what we get for regular horror films, special slasher films, and most of the time it doesn't work. And I think that's why. Uh, we get used to it, but we become numb to these other kind of horror slasher films because they follow that trope. It's like, you know, how many times have we seen Jason? Someone, once he became uh, immortal, like, you know, they'll shoot Jason. He does the phase and then he walks through and they shoot again. And it's like, well, I mean, he's just going to kill you, dude. I don't know how many times you need to shoot someone that didn't die for you to realize they're not going to die by that, <laughs> you know? Oh, you got to send them into space in Jason X. Fucking yeah, he came back though. Oh, that movie is, okay. oh my oh. God, it's so bad. It's not the worst one though, oddly enough, because that would be Jason Takes Manhattan. That to me is truly the absolute worst uh, Friday the 13th film. Was he taking Manhattan with the Muppets? Uh, it would have wow. been better. It would have been so much better, especially if he slashed Miss Piggy. Oh my God. Wow. Damn, leave the pig alone. Leave the pig alone. Hey, 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 Jason, uh, why you got that machete there for? Huh? No, oh, 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 Jason. No, it's not easy being green. <laughs> no, he would have killed the Miss Piggy, and uh, Kermit would have gone, "Yay!" <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm fried chops for dinner that tonight. Bitch. I'm free of that bitch. <laughs> oh my god! He'll All go, right, Jeff. He'll go, Fuzzy. We're having pork chops tonight. Oh my God! All right, all waka, right. Waka right. waka waka. Anything else we want to add before we go to rename? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, Ralphie boy, you want to add anything? Uh, hold on, let me see. Horrible, no substance. Wish I could turn back time and make it not. Nope, nope. I'm good. Was, okay. was that a review? A review of a share film? <laughs> oh God! If I could turn back time. Back time. Sorry. <laughs> all right, so let's so let's go into it. Renaming the series. It's a, since Ralph is warmed up already with adjectives and words that he's better to describe the film, I'll let you go first. Rename the film, Ralph. The Blight That Burns. Oh, wow. Ooh. You've been reading from my frickin', you've been reading from my fucking um, page because I was going <laughs> to rename the movie Blight Burn. <laughs> wow, you're both unimaginably not funny, you know. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah and the movie's just unimaginative. Mike? <laughs> it was very imaginative. For you guys, it wasn't. I call it Brightburn, the boy of tomorrow killing you today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go for it. Ratings for Brightburn. Ralph, let's start again. I give it four drop jaws out of ten. Okay. I'm going to give it four dopey looking masks out of ten. Mike? And I'm going to give it nine pulling a shard of glass. Um, out of my eye on a 10. Oh my god, they should have put a chart of glass in my eye. I would have to watch the film. <laughs> All right, so but 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 guys, there you have it. Brightburn, probably one of the most contested um movies ever in Meanwhile 22 history. We've I've never seen it so so different. But guys, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the go. 
is next. Geeks on the go. No more blank. All right. <laughs> I actually heard you for once, Rob. What did this I say? Movie. Now with more bright burn. No. See? See? He said more with more Blackburn. Blackburn? Blight. Blightburn. Blight. Blight. See? Oh, he said Blight. Sound like black to me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One said one heard bright, the other heard black. And I said Blight. You, you got to improve on your diction. All right. So, guys, you guys all know the segment. I give or, quick questions. Or take that big diction out of your mouth. Wow. What? Okay. <laughs> I, I couldn't try. resist that. Yeah, all right. All right. Now we're all 13 years old. All right. So, you know the segment. I give quick questions. <laughs> they give quick answers on all things geek, and they rarely make it under a minute. We've done it a couple of times. I think we did it last week, real quick. Um, <laughs> That's why he's got one question. <laughs> right? <laughs> I simplified it. All it's right. not even a question, it's just a rhetorical comment. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, you got to find a way to win somehow. Ready, set, go. Berlanti's next DC TV project should be blank. Ralph. The one, the only, the originator, the ultimator. Static shock. All right. Oh, I, I, I'll be down with that. Uh, Mike? Uh, I think a Blue Beetle Booster Gold team up show. Ooh, that'd be nice, too. Oh, that yeah. would be good, too, also. All right. Yeah, Wait, would Ted, Ted Corp, Blue Beetle, or, like... All right, we can't go. Yeah. Come on. Uh, which villain would have been the scariest if he or she was a kid the same way Brightburn was? Mike. All of them? I don't understand. <laughs> Hate you all. My, uh, Ralph? Well, Freud would have said, tell me about your mother. And then he would have said, stop dreaming about your mother. Take one, come on. And then I don't know, like they're they're innocent, uh, I guess, you know. All right, all right. Um, and true or false? Death. Um, not, I'm fucking hating you. Okay, true or false? Destro was a better bald villain than Lex Luthor. Wow. Who's Destro again? GI Joe. Oh. With a with a silver, he's um, um Cobra Commander, second in command. We wish Lex Luthor though, because like he, there's been many incarnations. We're not being timed anymore. He, didn't, he didn't say movie. He didn't say movie. He just said Lex Luthor. So that would right. just be Lex Luthor. But which one though? Because there's like so many different incarnations, even in the comics. No, there's only one Lex Luthor. He just has been right. written for years. Yeah, and each time he gets written differently. There's one where he's more. But that would be, that would be true to be said about every single character in all of comic book history. So that wouldn't right. apply. Just Lex Luthor. All right, I would have to say. <laughs> I don't have the knowledge sufficiently. Uh, I don't have sufficient knowledge and able to make such a judgment, seeing as how I don't know enough about Destro. All right. Okay. That's all you have to say. Is it? Mike. Is it though? Mike. The answer is no. And now half the audience has to look up Destro. <laughs> it's only like you and two other people that watch that much GI Joe. You and Joe. <laughs> You're crazy. Anybody born. Anybody born in the late seventies, early eighties, were all about the GI Joe. Yeah, all about GI yeah. Joe. Yeah, in, in the in the late seventies and early eighties, and then they forgot all about it, and then they uh, made two horrible movies. <laughs> still a good franchise. All right, shoutouts. Do we have any shoutouts, gentlemen? Well, yeah, to anyone who knows who Destro is and cares. <laughs> <laughs> to anyone who knows who Destro is and cares, can you just like tell me who he is? Send me an email. 
uh, reach out through Facebook, Instagram. Just let me know. He he, he was the Maybe lame villain that was you. played by Doctor. He was the lame villain played by Doctor Who in the movie. Oh, oh that's right. The the one Doctor who didn't want to come yeah. back. Yep. That bastard. <laughs> yep, Christopher Eccleston. Oh wow, that's right. He did play that show. You're right. Um. Yep. Wow. Um. But any other shadows? Nothing. Nope. Um, besides, who who knows that show? Who doesn't know that show? Any other shadows? Oh, because we, we want to see how much response we get. <laughs> well, Johannes is back, so, so Johannes should be giving us a response. Ah, uh, Johannes, you you finished with your cleanse. Hey, That's Johannes, good. woo! Tell Bloody us, uh, send us the question. I don't know who Dustro is, but send it in Swedish. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the usual South Carolina, Tinkerbell, um, Johannes, Big Kev. I was just big, shout out to Big Kev. I was with him recently. Um, anybody else who's listening to the show? Who maybe hasn't got a chance to tell us, hey, look, I'm still listening to you guys. Um, and, and, and everybody else who's listening, thank you guys very much for being supportive. Thank you very much for, you know, tuning in and downloading the, downloading the show and listening because we see that you guys are doing it. We just don't know who you are. So <laughs> thank you for those who, you know, um, we're listening and hoping. But one day, one day we will know exactly who you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Was, okay. So are you a uh, supreme leader? Always. Yeah. That's, that's from that, Rocky Bullwinkle Cap. I know you were looking confused. I was definitely like like nobody knows that either. So <laughs> that was a great great chat. Anything else we want to say before we close it out? Uh, if you want a good movie to put you to sleep, definitely watch Brightburn. Wow. Brightburn will wow. never put you to sleep. <laughs> so there wow. you have it's it. Keep you busy. Okay, all right, all right. So for MFG, Mike the Finance Guy, and RT Square, Rob Tech, this is the Cap saying, keep it geeky. See you guys next time.